the only thing rising faster than USA gas prices is the wisdom heard only here on episode 58 of A Gentleman's Chat with your hosts, Billy and Ian. Amen, brother. On both halves. Yeah, right. The gas problem has gotten out of hand, boys and girls. It has. Quick Trip has become the cheapest gas station in our area, and that says a lot. That does say a lot. I actually had to fill up the diesel I have. Oh, yay. A couple days ago, and diesel right now is more expensive than gas. Sometimes they fluctuate. It's like 509 a gallon, Mm. and the diesel is like a 32-gallon tank. It was... Well over $150 to fill that bad boy up. Dude, I made the mistake of turning on the news the other day, right? I was yep. getting ready for work, and I was like, I just need something out of the background, you know. Let's listen to something. And, of course, they covered Ukraine. They barely covered COVID because no one cares because Ukraine yeah, so the next important. big thing. New shiny big object is on. Yes, yes. And then they covered gas prices for a good long while, and they're – like expert sort of like website was a place called gasbuddy.com which that clearly sounds sounds, very official and yes, government run <laughs> for sure sounds very very official and uh they were saying something to the effect that gas is up 59 cents a gallon again yep so 63 oh, yeah. last week and 59 this week so we're well over a dollar a gallon deep now and it keeps rising yeah yeah i think today was the first day i've seen it come down any on the on the average so i'm pretty stoked on that i have not filled up yet because the distance from my home to my work is about a mile gotcha so i don't drive a whole lot i have a freaking 14 mile commute commute every day oh yeah hey my uh significant other my better half has she drives all the way to green bay a day holy smokes so she's rocking a lot more mileage than i but she has the small car, which is much more yes. cost-effective. Yes, that's for sure. In the second half of your introduction, the wisdom thing, I'm not so strong on anymore because, <laughs> I don't know, after <laughs> I've had enough days at work this past week that really made me feel like I don't know if I have the wisdom in me. Yeah? I think these kids have sucked my wisdom out. Well, we can give, like, some cookie-cutter textbook wisdom, like, don't drink and drive. Ooh. There you go. Sure. Or if you do, do so responsibly. Do you think drinking and driving is the worst thing you can do while driving? Or no. have you seen people do much worse? No, that can't be the worst top, of them. Top five. What do you think the top five worst <sighs> things you've personally seen people do? Okay. Okay. I, I think number one has to be the cellular device. Oh, yeah. You have no idea how many people I pass on the highways when I do go, in fact, travel around where it's just some woman who's shouting into her phone what's hilarious is that they've figured out these people that they don't need to be on like phone up to their ear anymore so they put the person on speaker and then decide to hold it in their hands yeah that way they could stare at the person they're not talking to what the hell (laughs) yes i've driven past a lot of people that are going way too you know way too fast to pass way too slow to be behind type of folk where they're just lost in the sauce on their phone um, so I think phone is number one. Other medicinal drugs, I would put marijuana up in my top five list. Maybe not in order, right? Yeah. Um, like most under the, the influence, are you seeing people smoking under, up di- while driving? Both things, but under the influence, mostly because those folks are the type that sit at stop signs and wait for them to turn green. <laughs> so I cannot stand them. <laughs> so... Um. Yeah, I'm not. I don't think I've ever had that. I'm not down for that. Uh, guys and gals that are getting frisky while they're driving, I'm not down for that either. Those folks are always all over I've the road. I've never personally seen that. Okay, and well, I'm glad I haven't. You ever been frisky in a car? No, I've never okay. been frisky. Okay, well, I just thought I'd ask. <laughs> just want to see what your answer. I'm the be. opposite of feline. I don't get frisky. That's I get true. like an old dog. I get tired. <laughs> oh, okay. You never pulled off the side of the road to have some, you know, wild car escapades no that sounds awful (laughs) it kind of does doesn't it i i don't understand you have to be really in the mood to make that happen i couldn't imagine because cars are not spacious no they're not comfortable they're not designed to have two people in one like area of the car at the same time yeah that's a fair point but the closest i would come is like if i took the truck out i guess i have a whole bed in the back that i could throw a bed in the back i suppose (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, it does seem. But like, that seems like cheating. That's it, not really in the car. At that that's point. the type of thing that you might, you know, you might put a mattress in the back of your, if you're of your pickup, if you're going to go like, look out underneath stargazing. the stars. Yeah, yeah I was thinking that same thing. That's I'm like, one. that would make any any guy who's listening. If you have a truck, take the cab off. If you live in Wisconsin, if you don't live, you might not have it. <laughs> oh. Yeah, right. But take your girl or guy out stargazing. Get like a nice mattress in there and stack it with pillows because they love pillows. Just put like Ooh. 80 pillows in there. They will love you forever. I can do you one better. Here's what I did with my better half, a real thing that we did. Um, we got all the pillows and all the blankets and all like the cushions and everything. And I too have a truck, but it's smaller. It's got a small bed in it. However, um, we took that to like a local park, but in a safe neighborhood. Like, I live in a fairly safe neighborhood, but we went to, the, like, the rich part of town. Not rich part of town, but <laughs> we went to the suburbs where no one's yeah. messing around at 9 o'clock at night. And we did a mix of stargazing, but I also brought a laptop and tethered it to my phone so we could watch, you know, whatever our favorite TV show was at the uh-huh. time. So we had the TV show going, you know, whatever baking show we were watching at the moment. The stars were out. Beautiful night. It was in the summertime, so it was nice. There was no fear of anyone because all there was was a bunch of you know old people walking their dogs. Yep. Because that's all they do at nine o'clock at night <laughs> in this neighborhood, and we had uh, graham crackers, chocolate chips, and some marshmallow fluff, and made like deconstructed s'mores. Uh-huh. Let me tell you, you want to talk about a lovely, relaxing evening? There well, it is. We'll have to one up it, or do you like a double date where instead of a laptop. We'll go rent one of the big inflatable drive-in movies. We have since upgraded. Just set that up in the park. Her family has, has in fact, done that idea because we... So, this is a long story, but we've got time, so I'll tell it. Here we go. So, let me tell you... a long story. I can't tell you on a podcast. No, no. (laughs) Folks, let me tell you about my life for a little while and how great it is. Um, So... My mother won this projector in a work raffle thing, right? Didn't put in for it, but won it, by golly. And then we were getting the great idea, my better half and I, what if we could project it on the side of the house? Because that would be swell, right? You could watch movies all blown up. Or this one has the neat feature where um, the iris can can open up upwards so you can project it on the ceiling. Ah. We thought, okay, all great things. And her parents must have took that to challenge because they bought one of the inflatable screens <laughs> and put it on the back patio. And we had and what we do in the summertime is we watch movies on the back patio with a fire going in the whole nine. It sounds lovely. It is lovely. For like the two weeks out of the year that you're not bombarded with mosquitoes or it turns back to negative 10. Yeah, that is the <laughs> unfortunate part about where this particular patio is located because there's lots of woodland in the area. Oh, yeah. So it is always horrendous with bugs absolutely always yeah most people don't realize that uh when you go north obviously in the north you don't get termites or say fire ants those Mm. or snakes because the permafrost always kills them off yep a lot of mosquitoes though so many mosquitoes (laughs) those people down south don't understand yeah it's you wake up and you can't see where the light switch is because it's just black and you're like oh did my lights burn out and as you're moving trying to find the switch you're like wait a minute these are creatures yeah <laughs> just coated everything what is more true uh, particularly in this area and that is a real thing is lake flies lake flies lake flies yeah. in this were particularly in the area where we live are so bad that's one of those where Actually, one thing that my my dad did with me when I was younger is because they are so prevalent, like they cover every square inch yep. of the outside of a house for about a week and then they die. But one thing that we would like to do is we would drive through the you know that part of town, yep, and we would just watch them all suck to the <laughs> side of the car, and then you're like using the windshield wipers to be able to see, and it's it is literally one of those experiences in life where the bugs are so thick you cannot see the road. Yeah, no. It is. It's it is really bad. Staggering. I. It's just a staggering experience. And then every really season, is. you see the Harley drivers. Oh in a yeah. Big chain. No goggles. No helmet. No nothing. Just driving straight through them yeah. at seventy miles an hour, just cruising. Yeah. Oh, I would hate to be their face. <laughs> well, yeah, you're not a kidding. We call that guy Phil, right? Yeah. Phil the biker. The the flies come in droves, but they never really bother me because a couple of them bite like if you get the horse flies tied in with them yeah but aside from 
that they never really bother, but mosquitoes always bite. So mosquitoes are always a pain. That they are. That they are. To go back to my list, I would add mosquitoes somewhere on that list of you know people being, yeah, whatever whatever the list was we were driving was problems. Driving problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mosquitoes. You'd be shocked what happens when you get a couple of those suckers in the car. Yeah. You would be staggered what people will do. <laughs> you know the whole thing where you pull off the side of the road and the cop pulls you off and you jump out screaming about bees? If you did that with mosquitoes in this state, you would almost have a shot of it being legit, you know? Uh, it depends on the cop. Yeah. Some some cops in our area are too kind to write tickets. So they'll be like, oh, yeah, I understand that. Uh, have a nice day. And they're like, oh, oh, what? Okay, well... Sorry for the couple people I hit back there. <laughs> <laughs> and then you drive on your merry way. Some of them are not that, though. What's funny is yeah. the smaller the town, the more harsh the cop is. Well, yeah, they only got... have so many times to write t- tickets. Yeah, yeah, he's got nothing else to do. I got a buddy of mine that became a cop right out of high school. Well, not right out of high school. I mean, he went to school for it, right? But he was in our local area. In fact, he was patrolling a much smaller town. So picture a town of like 50,000 people. I mean, it's not tiny. But it's certainly not a booming metropolis. And he was one of those, like, safety officers. So he, he was, like, like a community service cop. But he was a yeah. real deal police officer, right? Or he was, at least he was finishing his training for that. And he was like, yeah, dude, I write, like, five tickets a week. <laughs> you know? Because he's allowed to write tickets. But as a, as a safety patrol officer, like, you know, yeah. what am I going to write people up for? <laughs> There's nothing going on around here. Yeah. And then he moved to Milwaukee. Wisconsin, which is a big city of 260,000 people, maybe more. Yeah. High crime rates. And, yeah, he I, I, I don't know how much he struggled there, how well he did, because as soon as he got there, he was diagnosed with leukemia. That is rough. <laughs> yeah. Small, wow. Small wrinkle in his story, but yes. How's he doing? Do you know now? Um, Bluntly, no. I, I kept up for a while getting regular updates, you know, and it was sort of one of those things where it's not looking good. So the family stopped updating people. And here's the real kicker for this poor kid. He, uh, he moves to Milwaukee with his then girlfriend. She gets pregnant, has a kid. And like, I want to call it two months after the kid is born. He's diagnosed with leukemia. Can't work. Stuck in the hospital for months on end. This is like life about to end. Hollywood Hallmark sad story. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, this it really sounds is awful. I, the guy is living, so I think he's come. I think I think the medication is helping him in a way. Okay, but I know that there was a uh, there was a spell there where he was basically in the hospital 100 percent of his you know of of a year, um, with with a brand new baby at home. So, wow. Yeah, that's a real kicker. I feel like we need to reach out. We should we as a gentleman's chat send yeah. some flowers. Yeah, that's a maybe good a idea. Card. Maybe we should send a QR code for all of our show for all of our chats. Like, hey, hope you're doing good. I hope he's so insensitive. Hope, <laughs> <laughs> hope you can enjoy something to listen to. It's just a picture of us. <laughs> Hey, yeah, we were talking about you the other day, and instead of sending you frivolous things like flowers or whatnot, we're merchandising on your behalf. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I just had a brilliant idea. What if, think about this, right? Nursing homes and like hospice care, hospitals, people that are in there for so long, they don't have any friends or family to come and visit them. Why don't we send a cute, well, maybe not a QR code, cassettes. How about we make some cassettes up, you and I? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and we send some cassettes down to the old folk home and they can listen to episodes of us in the free room while it's coloring time or whatever they do. Yeah. Would we do it for free? I mean, the cassettes cost money, so we're going to want to at least recuperate <laughs> costs. Ah, uh, that might be a good pansy scheme. Pansy scheme or a ponzi pansy. scheme? Okay. I thought you were going for a ponzi scheme, but no, you want a pansy scheme. Yeah, no, 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 because we're not ripping someone off per se fair enough but it's just a lowly thing to do something (laughs) a pansy would do (laughs) okay fine we can donate them okay we'll make a charitable donation that we can then deduct on our taxes exactly yeah and you know swindle chat to give us some money (laughs) yeah for those of you that would like to donate to this cause please contact the gentleman's chat at gmail.com yeah 
Yeah. Lump sums would be greatly appreciated. Lump sums for sure. <laughs> for sure. Um, or a monthly subscription if you want to send us the same amount every month. We can set that up for you. You know what would be even better than this cassette idea? <laughs> Records. Yeah. Send over a record with a record player and but just have like with a record player. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, they're our financing record players <laughs> and <laughs> No, we're gonna borrow it to them. It's like a traveling circus. We get it back. It's like every... Right. So here's what we're gonna do. Because old senile people are the most notorious for good memory and remembering to return things. Listen, the young guy that's not getting paid enough to take care of them will remember it, okay? He'll sign the contract. So here's what the deal is. We're gonna send them this record player and the record. But what we should do is we <laughs> we should put some real old-timey music, something they would listen to when they were kids, but intersplice some of our show. You know, like where the radio station's going bad and you get like a little fuzz in both stations playing at the same time? We should just get Frank Sinatra on top of us just going next to each other with some crackling in the background. That seems like something a pansy would do. <laughs> Could you picture it though? They'd be so stumped. They'd be so stumped. Or we could set it to the proper intervals where they can only remember that much time. Just make oh, sure it's yeah. only Alzheimer patients. And you get the first part and they're like, oh, I love this. And then all of a sudden, what was, oh, yeah, that's interesting. And then back to Sinatra and it's like, oh, yeah, I love this. And then back. You're right. It, dude, we could be rich. We could chop up the first seven minutes of every show and then like the back seven minutes of every show. There it is. 28 releases right today. We could pick just the best snippets, send them out. I don't know why we're not helping the elderly more. We have such this a... doesn't sound like helping. We have such a big platform. If and, we're going this far anyhow, why don't we just loop like one episode at different intervals <laughs> so when they forget, they could just keep relearning the same information. We should pick a banger of an episode, put it on cassette, send it off to the nursing homes. Yeah. I don't think nursing homes will do much with it. Probably not. No. Probably not. Although, well, I don't know. You say that, but their technology has gone up significantly recently because they haven't been able to take their patients anywhere. So I would bargain. They might they might be able to up to like a CD. We could send in a CD. Oh, we could easily send in a CD. That could be big. I think most of the time they don't listen to anything unless it's in their personal rooms though when i worked in a nursing home they kept to their own rooms for the most part sure except for selective activities they'd go down to the activity room if they had like a live musician or mm. bingo or whatever it is they go do that and then they come back and kind of chill in their own rooms aside from like dinner and lunch and breakfast they didn't really spend a lot of time to each other I've performed in a lot of nursing homes in my life, and there are different climates, you know? Yeah. Some of them have the activities director that's 23, just out of college, lots of ideas, and those are invigorated people. They show up every day, they've got arts and crafts, they're moving around, smiling and happy. And then sometimes you go to the one where the artistic director, not the artistic director, sorry, the uh, activities director has phoned it in the past three or four years, just collecting that paycheck, yep. doesn't talk to anyone, they're building birdhouses for the second time this week. And then they bring in like guys like me, like, hey, could you, could you like perform for us? Or you know, like, younger kids, right, who just started playing the cello, and they want to go play the cello for elderly folk. And uh, you know, they roll in there, and you can tell because everyone's in a bad mood. I was once harassed by an old guy at a <laughs> at a venue I wasn't even playing at. I was there. I was supposed to play. I cut my, uh, cut my thumb. On the top of the the pad, all the way like through the nail, like where you would Ooh. hold a guitar pick. So I was like, "Yeah." How did you do that? Uh funny enough, I was using a knife. So that's what happened. And then, uh, <laughs> so I was. <laughs> Fair enough. All explained. I was trying to cut through a cable tie, right? And so item. Okay. A cable tie, knife on the other side, and when I came through the cable tie. It just sort of leapt a little, gotcha. and it cut through my cut through my thumb. We got the table so. tie cut, so I did get the table tie all, table well. tie cut, cable tie cut, whatever. That so is, yeah, that's a rough tongue twister. It is cable tie, cable tie cut. Yeah, I don't know if I could get that one five times <laughs> or three times. So at any rate, I cut my thumb right, but I'm still at this event because other other people are playing. Other yeah. other kids are there, right? They're you know in high school and they think they got this cool piano sonata worked up that they're gonna display for all and uh so i was sitting there i was mingling with the guests making birdhouses having conversation 
And this dude just starts shit talking people for no reason. Just starts, you know, like, um, like there's a, there's a Boy Scout was there. Yeah, you know, I I was in the Boy Scout, but those guys are just a bunch of pansies. They don't know how to do anything, <laughs> and they grow up lonely or whatever. And it's like, what is happening? Who hurt you, dude? Probably a lot of people. He's old. He's had time to be hurt. Well, and what's funny is that, you know, people of that age have this thing, which is true that, you know, you should respect your elders. So over time, you begin to think that your opinion really matters. <laughs> and then you get stuck in the vacuum of, of an assisted living facility where I can just freely leave and you can't. So fair enough. Yeah. I simply played the move of getting in my vehicle and driving away. And there was nothing the poor guy could do about it. Oh, actually, that's a lie. First, he got called for lunch, so he had to mosey on over there. Did they require him to go to lunch? I don't know. Probably. Gotcha. A lot of times, it's strongly suggested, but I never had to like force someone to lunch. If they just said no, I'm like, well, okay, I can't say you have to eat. But yeah. at the same time, I I only ever worked in with the Nevench Awards. Mm. And this is going to sound harsh, but usually I, if they didn't want to eat or they didn't want to take their meds or whatnot, you'll wait about a half hour and you try again. And most of the time it works. It's like small children. Yeah. yeah. It's all the same thing. I, w- <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't go quite that far. They probably would not appreciate that. No, I don't mean like all the same thing as in you treat them yeah. the same. <laughs> I mean, one of these is a child and the other is a respectable adult, you know, in this scenario. Yeah. Um, but I do feel that gets misconstrued a lot, though. A lot of people treat elderly people as if they're kids again. Yeah, I don't think that's a good. And move. I'm like, they're they're not kids. They've been around longer than you have. They're fully coherent. They just can't get around very well anymore. Right. Yeah, I think there's a lot of truth in that. Hey, I thought up my last thing to round up my yep. top five list. Um, this is a bit of an aside, but we were talking. We were, you know, in conversation. This came into my head. People that don't have a front or back license plate. That's that's the drug f- runners. Yeah, that's the fifth danger on the road, my friend. <laughs> drug runners. That's the fifth danger. You and I have run into a few of those in our lifetime. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that is the that's the fifth danger. I don't understand how they can go anywhere without a cop immediately pulling them over. Because at least in our area, almost exclusively, if you don't have any plates. They're drug runners, and they're quite obviously drug runners. Oh, yeah. And they speed and follow no traffic laws. Yep. And they somehow can get their supply chain continuing to flow without ever getting pulled over. It is staggering. I don't know if those people just don't know what the rules are. They've accepted the $100 ticket for the $3,000 of drugs in the back. Yeah, right. They're just weaving through traffic at 95 miles an hour in a a school zone. And they're like, if I get pulled over, oh, well. As long as I just say, sorry, officer, yes, I'll pay the however much you want to find me, that's okay. I only have $10 million worth of goods, so try not to make the ticket too much. <laughs> yeah, I, you know what was funny? <laughs> oh, I don't want to sound insensitive with this story, but here's a life story of mine. My father and I are pulling out of, out of my driveway when I was younger. When I was younger, I lived on a street that got zero traffic. It was a very much a side street. No one went down it. We're backing out. We look to our left, right? Because I like to pretend that I was older, right? You always look with your dad, yeah, you know? Yeah. So I look left. I see a van coming. We sat there for maybe eight, ten seconds. Thought, okay. Starts backing up. <laughs> runs into this van. Absolutely <laughs> T-bones this van at five miles an hour, right? And we're like, what the heck? Where were you going? Like, did you stop? <laughs> did you stop behind us? And apparently these people were literally just, like, in neutral coasting, right? So... I had to call the cops, <laughs> crumpled the door in a little bit. So, okay, call the cops. Cop shows up. And it was it was sort of a, a guy that did not look like he was having his best day, along with a gal who looked like the person she was with was not having his best day. Ah. Uh-huh. Okay? Just picture all that in your mind. <laughs> the cop shows up. Neither one of them have licenses. That's always how that works. Yeah, not not, and I don't mean like, oh, my license is expired because I didn't renew it. No, you don't have never a had le- a license. Doesn't have a legal driver's license in the state or any other. Okay, 
check out the damage, open up the side of the van door, seven kids get out. I kid you not. It was like one of those clown cars where it's like, <laughs> it looks like this should fit five, you know, four or five, but somehow like 15 get out of this vehicle. Yep. It was one of those, I kid you not, if I'm lying, I'm crying, I ain't shed a tear. There was more people that got out of this car than there was people living on my block. I'm not even lying to you. Okay, they just kept on a funnel. I swear, I thought they were going back around the car, going in the other <laughs> side, walking back out for effect. So they got all these guys out, and the cops like, yeah, listen, they don't have a license. The car they were driving isn't owned by them. Doesn't have insurance. Okay, yep. fourteen strikes you're out at this point, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, what yeah. more? What more do you say or do? And they're like, yep. So all of this. Uh, but you're going to get a $300 fine. Like, huh? What's going to happen to them? Well, we're going to write them a ticket. And then move on. Well, a ticket for what? What are we talking about? <laughs> they said, well, yeah, technically speaking, because, you know, they don't have any licenses. They don't have any insurance. You know, you did hit them, so you are liable at least a little bit. And I was like, what? This, these people don't have licenses. The car isn't even theirs. It's not registered to them. We don't know if the kids are theirs. We haven't figured that part out yet. And somehow I'm getting a fine in all this. Well, not me. My dad. You know, I was eight. I'm not getting a fine for any of this. But I was so baffled by it. Yeah, that's usually how it works. I don't yeah. think I've ever encountered pulling up, seeing if people are okay, if you ever witness an accident or you're around that. At least one party, without fail, every accident ever. They don't have insurance at minimum. Mm. Most mm. of the time, they're driving expired licenses or vehicles that aren't theirs. There's always a complication. And then yeah. the other party's like, what is this? I was just here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're like, okay, well, here in Wisconsin, it, you're almost always going to have a two-party at fault for something. Yes. They'll write you up a ticket. And yep. like, you can't write me up a ticket. You know why? Because then my insurance won't come through and they don't have any. So I'm not getting diddly squat from them. <laughs> right. That's the crux of it. <laughs> you know I mean? So it's stuck all on the person that is kept up on their stuff and maintained up-to-date information, up-to-date insurance, up-to-date vehicle ownership. Well, I have actually had that experience in my own, again, personal life where, you know, Car accident, quite major, maybe hospital trip involved, other person doesn't have insurance. And then your insurance has to step in and pay for all of it, which thankfully when you pay for decent insurance yep. or your employer gives you decent insurance, that is a thing that can happen, right? You're not going to be just screwed. But there are there are some close ones. I once saw a guy, funny enough, this little street, I've got some stories out of it because there was a guy, it was a kid biking home from a local school on his bike didn't look where he was going. Car hit him in the intersection, right? Didn't hit him all that hard because, you know, sort of like clipped him a little. Kid got right back up walking around. They were talking about it. Not that big of a deal. Okay, whatever. They call the cops. And right before the cop gets there, driving down the street, guy goes, ooh, my back. Ooh, my back. And laying on the ground. Couldn't walk. Quote, unquote. Couldn't walk. His back hurt so bad. That checks after, out. After the poor man hit him. You know, I have to call the ambulance whole nine yards. Yep. Guy's back is blown out. And I was like, you scumbag. Yeah. I've witnessed a lot of people definitely play to the crowd there <laughs> to get something out of it. That's just human nature. You always want to, you know, screw someone over. You always want an edge in. You always want to get what you think you deserved or owned or earned. I don't know. Seems pretty scummy. I guess if we were going to talk about getting what you deserved, working hard for what we own. I would shoot right over to this immaculate ad read. You know I'm doing good because I'm actually a little ahead of schedule as opposed to, you know, seven minutes behind the ball. Ah, tomato, tomato. So, I don't know. We've been doing pretty good. Anything else happen this week you want to talk about? Oh, a lot's happened this week. On a personal note, anyone who knows computers out there, I kind of got shafted. <laughs> My computer broke down and... The motherboard was fried, the different connections, so I needed a new motherboard, and it also hurt my GPU, the most expensive thing in a computer. I was forced to buy both those things, and lo and behold, one week later, everything's coming back down in price because gosh darn crypto miners uh, can't mine, uh, is it Ethereum? I have I no idea. Probably okay, Ethereum anymore, be. but they can't mine the big thing they're mining because 
Ethereum decided it's a good idea to put restrictions on it. Okay. So you can't mine it with graphics cards anymore. <laughs> Stellar. I'm not sure how that helps them, but it helps everybody else but me. Oh, how bad is the price difference? I have to know. Not terrible at the moment. It was a hundred dollars okay. difference. Okay, that's not so bad. No. I was a lot angrier because in the community, a lot of people were coming out with articles and different pieces talking about how it's amazing and the prices are dropping so fast, oh, so right, hard. Right, right, right. But like it's 60% down. It's, it's almost MSRP. And, I'm, and every time I immediately heard that, I went online and checked all prices everywhere. And I'm like, what are you talking about? These haven't changed. <laughs> right, right, right. It's like gas prices. Uh, like- exactly. And I feel I've encountered quite a lot of coverage of different things in recent times where they say, yeah, this is going down in price or this is better now than it has been. And if it's anything I know of, I get conspiratorial and I'm like, this hasn't dropped any price at all. If anything, it's gone up a few uh, cents or a few dollars. And yet everybody in the community or all the news outlets and what are saying is going down? What? Dude, what is this? What is this witchcraft? You're just late to the party. See, you're reading the article <laughs> three days later. When they made that article, though, believe you me, they were at an all-time low when talking to their inside source that gives them a 20% discount. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you got to make your commission. It's the facts. It re- I mean, it really is. Okay, so I, I, I don't mean to digress off your, your woes because I do hope they get better. As I recall, last week you and I were chatting off the show. You ordered these things quite a while ago yeah. and they have yet to get here that is correct so originally it was supposed to be we'll ship to you within one to two weeks no update or information or anything about it because modern times for whatever reason every company this one included blames covid and nothing else they just say like covid19 in general yes and then they think that excuses no customer service no making good on their promises or deals or requirements that they written into contract. They just like, Oh, well the consumer will just give me a pass. Cause I said COVID to which I'm like this, the company I got these from top 500 company. Yeah. They're not yeah, hurting yeah. for cash. They're not hurting for resources. They don't really have a good reason to say, yeah, this thing that's been around for, you know, three years now right 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 is still hindering us to the point where the ship date when they said they would finally begin the shipping process to me was well over a month after i ordered it that they hadn't even processed the order that is harsh yeah and i couldn't i tried to call customer service which they were they're supposedly proud of because it's great customer service could not actually reach anybody on the phone at all and the phone just says, hey, we're experiencing longer than usual call times every time I've called. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because every time I've called, it's longer than usual, <laughs> which I feel like takes that phrase and completely throws it out the window because if it's always longer than usual, no, it's just usual. It's just usual. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a lie. <laughs> but anyhow, after that, they're like, and we're experiencing delays in processing orders and shipping. If you have any questions, uh, stay on the line. And then just nothing for yeah. for hours until you eventually hang up and they don't have to pay for the, that call. Yeah, that's what it is, you know. <sighs> I don't know. I hope that gets better for you because you've been you've been struggling for like, like you said, four or five weeks now. Yeah. Even the United States Postal Service was faster than that. I shipped a package out last week. That thing got there in four days. Yeah, I don't think I'd ever trust it. USPS anymore. I've had some bad experiences like everybody I know with them. Listen, I have too. However, you know, they, yeah. they got my package there and yours is five weeks. So true. But looking online, I can't remember. They might be using USPS. Could be. So that's just another hurt on top of it. Cause then when it finally does ship, it'll be like, Oh yeah, we lost it because we're a government agency and we're good at what we do. So it'll be a couple months before we sort this out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they lose the package and they yeah. blame you. Type and then they're going to throw these computer components like at my door on drop-off. Just... <laughs> and yeah. then it just flops <laughs> to the ground. Like, don't I have to sign for that or whatnot? And I'm, 
and then the, in a gruff voice from all the cigar smoking they've been doing in the in the car, just goes, "No, I already signed for you." And then just they just drive away. I'm like, "Oh, okay. Well, I guess it's okay because you signed for me." <laughs> okay, two things on that. Two things on that. First of all, there's a there's a thing happening in this world. There's a trend, as it were. Yeah. Where and I don't know how trendy this is, but this is the thing that I I saw a video of. Um, they're basically people that deliver food right on food apps. They deliver it to your door and then they take a picture, much like the Amazon guy yep. does or the UPS guy does. They see I they got say, it to you, right? I got it to you. There's a picture, date, time, where it is on your door. So if it gets stolen, they can have photographic proof that they brought it to you and it's delivered. They can market the whole nine yards, and that's an accountability thing for them. I have learned recently that what people have been doing is they take a picture of it and, and then just take, take the item. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So it was like basically this dude had ordered food and guy delivered it to his door, snapped the picture, went out to get his food. He thought, where the heck is it? I have no idea. Except the guy had one of those ring cameras or whatever yeah. up on it. So basically it showed the guy taking a picture of his food, taking his food, walking away. <laughs> So I was thinking about this as a, as an exploit. What a way, huh? Because barring the people that have these sorts of devices at their house, yep. that's all the accountability. You could say anyone stole this thing. Yeah. You can make off with all sorts of items. I think that's why people do it. It's a oh, really sure. scummy thing to do. Oh, for sure. It's also one, if I ever need an item now that I had to order because I can't get it anywhere else, I always uh, sit and wait for it. To arrive. That way I can greet the person with the package. Mm. And if it's something super important that usually is supposed to have a signature for it, that yes. ever since the lockdowns, because they don't want like contact with anybody, I've noticed they've done away with signings. I can't tell you the last time I signed for something, honestly. It, exactly. It's like, well, here's your new refrigerator, and then they'll just walk away. It's like, <laughs> whoa, 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 don't I need to make sign something and make sure, you know, it's my fridge? <laughs> <laughs> for this $4,000 fridge or whatever. No, I stole like, it from no. the guy next door. You're good. <laughs> exactly. But anyhow, I wait and then I greet them. And then if it's something important, I open it in front of them. And obviously, if it's something that's going to take time, you don't want to hold the delivery person there forever. But you want to at least quick open it and make sure, you know, it's what you ordered. <laughs> I totally understand that. Yeah. And because if not, you can just refuse the order. And that's the easiest thing to do for any sort of mix-ups or defects or anything because if you refuse the order you never received the delivery and if you never received the delivery you have all the cards in your plate because they have to refund you or get you what you ordered yes if you accept a package and it's been accepted it's yours now and they drive away well now if you open it up and something's broken or it's completely wrong or whatnot you don't really have any footing. You just got to pray whoever you got it from is reasonable with their their return policy. Yes, I think, I think there are so many people in this world now that don't understand. Like, we used to have to sign for things, boys and girls. Yeah. Like, if I ordered something <laughs> over $30 or you know anything really of certain certain categories, right? Particularly like home goods or home furniture, fridges, couches, yeah. whatever the thing is. Even expensive orders from... From places, you know, if yeah. it's over $150 and it's, like, electronic or something like that, you're 100% signing for these items. Yeah. Unless it was, like, oil and oil filters that you got off the AutoZone website. Yeah. Then you are signing for <laughs> it. But that is not the case anymore. That is I hate that trend. It's saved me a couple times, the signing process. And to the credit, delivery drivers, especially more like appliance drivers that I've worked with, tend to know their stuff and they're actually mm. helpful. Yep. Uh, the last time I had to sign for something was a washer that I had ordered. It came in and they walked me through like what all the washer, what I should look for as far as damages and whatnot. And then I actually didn't end up signing that because they and I both found one of the sealers was wrong and it kind of broke. <laughs> right. The washer and he's like, "Oh, I'm I'm sorry. We'll get you another one." And that was that. Thankfully, big ticket items like that do come with real support people. Yeah, not a sit on the sit on the line for a while type folk. These are <laughs> if real. Anything, real it's real. a second pair of eyes because yeah. then you're not. Oh yeah, yeah, it looks good. And then you know you open it up and it's like, oh, 
you know, the screws are missing on this one side. I couldn't see from the outside. I, I have never had that experience. However, I have had some packages accidentally shipped to my address. You know, the ones where <laughs> Did you, you keep them. I, I opened them accidentally. Which is illegal, I guess, in a sort of way. But I got the package. I wasn't even thinking about it because it wasn't very big. No one can prove this. Don't worry about it. Right. It was it was basically something that was envelope sized, yep. but a little thicker. So I was like, okay, this is probably something I ordered, you know, weeks ago. It was late. I don't, I don't know yeah. what this is. Anything could be a eleven drunk, and a half drunk by eight and a half from me. <laughs> anything could be eleven and a half by eight and a half. True. You know, literally anything. So I open it up and I look. And I was like, oh, not my items. <laughs> I definitely did not order any of this stuff because I was looking because I pulled it all out of the package like, mm, nope. And then I read the name on it, you know, which was like yeah. Richard. And I was like, ah, that's not me. <laughs> <laughs> that's not me. So I, I put all the stuff back in the packaging and I contacted, um, I don't even know. It may have actually been like, like a PayPal charge that came through. And it was like wrong address type of stuff. You know, one of those weird things that used to happen back in the day before yeah. technology was good. And I basically phoned up the people. No, it wasn't even that. <clears throat> Here's what happened. I phoned up the company for whatever the, the whatever the stuff was. I don't even remember what it was anymore. Yep. But, it, you know, it said on the front of it, you know, like. Gizmo company. Yeah, John's Hardware or whatever yeah. in the world. So I phoned up John's Hardware. And I was like, hey, I got a package here for Richard. <laughs> I'm not Richard. And they said, oh. We are so sorry. You know what? We, <laughs> obviously, we didn't mean to do that. Something got messed up. And I was like, yeah, well, here's the deal. Richard's probably going to want this, and I don't. They said, well, here's what you can do. How about you package it back up, drop it off at the postal station. We will pay for the shipping to come back to us, and you're just good. And I was like, okay. Dialed. Thank you. Fair enough. So that's I've had some experiences like that where it's like, we are so sorry we sent you the wrong thing. I don't think I've ever gotten <laughs> the wrong package. I have. Although yes. just today, now that I think about it, I just gotten home and, I don't know, I was getting a glass of water. And I'm looking out the front and someone I don't know, I've never seen before, not a mail carrier, drives up and puts something in my mailbox. I haven't gotten the mail today yet, so I have no idea what it was. Oh, yeah. But stopped there and it was like a solid... A minute or so of them rough, r- rummaging around for something, and they put it in the mailbox and drove away. Huh. All while I'm staring, I don't think they ever noticed me through the plain yeah. open window. I'm staring at them <laughs> from driveways like the way. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't I was just thinking like to myself, I wonder what they could be putting in there. <laughs> yeah, I always get a little antsy with stuff like that. Poorly packaged things, or I don't know. Even at school, I'm that way. Sometimes, like teachers will drop stuff off. I once got a, yep. I once got a, uh, like basically, it was like a crumpled up bag, right? Like a plastic bag with some items in it. It looked, you know, fairly substantial. And I was like, I didn't ask for anything. <laughs> no one's supposed to have anything. And of course, your mind immediately goes to a hundred sorts of bad things. So I like sort of kicked it out of the way of the door. Opened up my classroom door, walked in. Everything's fine. The door was locked, so clearly no one was in there unless the janitorial crew decided to mess with my room. Yep. And uh, I went around all the things, so I go to pick this thing up. I'm like, well, I can't have kids stepping on it, whatever it is. So I'm just going to have to suck it up and see what's inside this thing. And I open it up, and inside are these very delicate and beautiful Chinese um, like singing bowls. That were just broken by you kicking it no, into the door. No, no, thank goodness not, though. Because then I remember a conversation I had the day previous with someone that knew I was a music person and said, I have these, you know, these <laughs> these singing bowls <laughs> that I would like to give you. And I said, yes, absolutely, and moved on with my day, not thinking anything of it. Ooh. And I was like, oh, man, I really should have been a little more careful with these. I'm never careful with those kind of type of conversations because nine times out of nine, you're never going to get those. Well, I certainly and it's like, didn't oh, yeah, I have this. It's like, that's nice, and you, nothing ever comes of it. Well, and the person I was talking to is someone I've known my whole life, family friend, right, who happens to be, like, subbing in the building that I work in. So I was like, okay, you and I work similar hours. In fact, you work a little early or a little later and leave earlier than I do. Mm-hmm. So I was not expecting to walk in before, you know, 8 o'clock in the morning and just see these sitting here. Like, what are you doing here yeah. this early in the morning? They had to get up early because they were giving everybody different stuff. Guess so. They're one of those giving people. It's a house cleaning type of event. Yeah. The only thing I'm ever giving is bills. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, I've got one final topic that my better half would be very upset if I didn't at least bring up on this show because for weeks now she has said to me, you know it would be a hilarious topic on a gentleman's chat. How about we rank Disney princes on their gentlemanliness? So we got to pick the most gentlemanly of the Disney princes. If I'm not reading it wrong, if we're going classic Disney princesses, weren't they just following a pretty generic prince archetype and they don't really do anything? It's true, but they're all a little different. You know, I found That's true. I found some of the different ones. Like for example, um Okay, this is really tough because, you know, I don't know if you would consider Hercules as I guess Hercules is not necessarily a Disney he's prince. He's not a Disney prince. No. But he's he's on there. Tarzan is on the list of unofficial also princes. Also not a Disney prince. Okay, let me go through the list of princes. Honorary official prince. Here we go. Uh, King Kristoff from the movie Frozen. Also not a prince. You're right. He was honorary. Okay. <laughs> prince Flynn from is... uh, Tangled. I thought that was the name I was thinking. Also not a prince. I feel like Disney screwed the pooch on this list. Well, apparently he is because he is love interest of Rapunzel. We all know that. Well, yeah, he uh, marries her, but that doesn't make him a prince. He went from an orphan to a thief to a prince. Yeah, you're right. Is that how princehood works? Uh, Last time I checked, you can't just become a prince. In Disney, it does. <laughs> prince Naveen from Princess and the Frog. He was a real okay, prince. Okay, he was a real prince. Kind of a scumbag. Though. I was going to say... <laughs> If we're starting this list, we need some other people to rank. Okay. What, what's the ranking system? Um, I was going to go 1 through 10 on gentlemanliness. Uh, yeah, he's a solid 3. Yeah, when, when he's disappearing down back alley, yeah, he's trying right. to talk to Sean about getting his money back because he lost <laughs> it because he's a horrible person. Okay, uh, Prince slash Emperor Lee Shang from Mulan. Mulan, yep. Oh, is he technically a prince? Apparently so. I thought he was just a general. No, according to Disney. Okay, if we're giving him a credit for being a prince, I'll give him, especially for the time period, an eight. I feel like he was actually a quite commendable prince. Yeah, he had had good good morals. Exactly. Uh, Okay, another one here. Cap, or sorry, Captain. Whoops. (laughs) Prince John Smith from Pocahontas. Pocahontas. Yeah, that's a solid. I'd say five, like right in the middle. He's not a good person, really, but he's not a bad person. Yeah. Dis- Disney gives him a little too much credit, and I know his true story, so I'm putting him right in the middle. Yeah, he's not a, like a, a real prince either. Like exactly. In the, like in the story, he's not a, you know, he's not a prince at all. Not at like, all. Like yeah. Almost all of these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So far, so we'll throw we'll throw him out too. He doesn't count. Okay, we have Aladdin, right? Aladdin. Sultan. That's like a that's a prince. I will. Give him credit because he did wish to become a prince. Yeah. So technically speaking, I don't know how genie magic works, but if anything will make you a prince, I feel like genuine magic, which should count. I feel like, listen, if Robin Williams deems you and prince, exactly, I feel like you've got exactly. to go with it. Yeah. Uh, he had a good four. heart. He had a good heart. Did he? Yeah. In what way, though? Okay. I guess I shouldn't say that. <laughs> he spent he, his entire life up to this stealing things yeah and the only sort of good thing we see him do is give bread that he already stole (laughs) to kids and then after that he fakes his way and just becomes incredibly vain to try to woo over a princess because he wants you know fame wealth riches he then finds a lamp and immediately wishes for vanity to become a prince and then instead of just being honest with his supposed love interest, he goes to her and the first thing he does is lies his butt <laughs> off and tries to manipulate her into <laughs> marrying him. You know, when you put in all those sorts of lights, <laughs> I really feel like this is not a good fella. Yeah, he, but he doesn't have no redeeming qualities. That's why I say it like a solid four in my book. Okay, next prince, Prince Adam. Okay. For Beauty and the Beast, and the as Beast, you know, yeah. yes. What's rendition? We're, are we going classic like I've been doing or like the yes. remakes? No, okay. we're going classic classics. here. Classics, I would say... Let's, let me just stop you right there. I'm giving this dude a four or five based on those those locks alone. Dude had immaculate <laughs> hair, okay? So... I was not actually going to go that low. I was thinking about six or seven. He was okay. 
he was not inherently bad throughout the story that we learned. Plus, especially in the original, we learned he was a genuine kid. Yeah. Like an actual child when he turned away a scary woman in the night. I feel like we can't fault him that much. <laughs> yeah, and, and even in the remakes, they make him to be a little pious and yeah they make him a little different than how he was in the original yeah yeah um but yeah he wasn't so bad especially he care obviously was a little vain he cared a lot about his looks yes but aside from that he didn't he doesn't really he doesn't really have that many bad characteristics nothing outwardly he kidnapped someone but that was more desperation over being a bad person because yeah. if it was that, if he was just being a bad person, he would have kidnapped someone long ago. Listen, he took the gentlemanly phrase "sweep them off their feet" to a, a little <laughs> far. I'll admit it, but he was young, so I can't fault him. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, would you say six or seven? Because I could go either one. You know, with those golden locks, he got it. Wasn't even golden; they were bronze. Yeah, I, right. I give him a seven. <laughs> okay, seven works. Prince Eric from Little Mermaid. Mermaid. Again. Not is Was he a real real prince? Yeah, yeah. Prince Eric was a genuine prince. He was one of the only genuine princes we've had so far. Okay. Yep. Um, I got you. So, I'd give him eight. He's like cookie cutter textbook prince, where in the classic Disney, he doesn't actually have like any bad qualities because he's just a prince. Right. <laughs> but he does do some heroic actions as well. He does slay the sea monster. To get the girl. That's he does. heroic. Very heroic. Super gentleman. But yeah, aside from that, he doesn't really do anything one way or another. Yeah, so. he was phased Solid out eight. of the later movies, wasn't he? Like Little Mermaid yeah. 2 and 3 was barely there. Yeah, because so. there was mommy and daughter issues through 2. <laughs> well, that happens, I guess. We have Prince Philip from Sleeping, uh, Sleeping Beauty. Beauty. Yeah. I would give him a 9. Really? Yep. Okay. So similar to Eric, except... A little bit more extreme. He is the prince archetype as far as princes go. He went to find a helpless maiden, slayed the dragon, and that's kind of it. Listen, I <laughs> had big kicks in on the fact that he knew Aurora his whole life, right? You know, because yeah, there, was, there, was yeah, yeah. there was that childhood aspect to it. So I, I give the man mad props for pursuing that long, right? Staying in, staying in the game. Didn't sleep around. Did not sleep around. He held all the gentlemanly qualities. And he slayed the dragon. Fought a literal dragon fought for Fought a her. literal dragon. Listen, if a dragon yeah, walked... A, this might not be a nine. This might be a ten. This this dude is kind of does crushing he, it. Uh, yeah, does he have any negative traits we can think of? I don't think we've... It, at besides least not that, revealed. Besides that red cape he was wearing? I mean, that's mostly cosmetic. <laughs> yeah, that's a... Co we'll give him... I'll... Ten. You're right. <laughs> He is a quintessential prince. He crushed it. He crushed it. Prince Henry. Prince Charming from Cinderella. Oh, okay. Yeah, gotcha, also gotcha, known gotcha. as Henry. Oh, yeah. I never really. <laughs> this is going to sound awful, but I hate the movie Cinderella. Okay. Also, the prince danced with her for what? One dance that we saw? And it was all on screen. So we were assuming they're timed. Even if they spent an hour or two with her. He then immediately sought after the entire kingdom for not this particular woman because he didn't know enough about the woman or have any semblance of who she is enough to find her on his own. He required a glass slipper that does not strictly only fit Cinderella. <laughs> right. Well, but that was his entire requirement. Like, hey, I'll just marry whoever this fits. Why? Because I don't know her name. I don't know where she comes from. I don't know what she likes. I didn't ask her any of this, you know? I feel like but I'm still all... willing to marry her. Yeah, I feel like those are opening questions. You know, <laughs> exactly. if a, a real gentleman would open with what's your name. So I've given him a, a solid four as well. Because if he's not even asking, <laughs> like, hey, what's your name? <laughs> I would up that to a five and a half bordering six because when that slipper fit, he knew she was the one there was, there was a, there was a romantic deep inside him that knew, you know? So his means to appease your romantic, I will give you a five. I'll meet halfway. Okay. I'm down for five because I also remember that they made a remake of Cinderella and that was bad. I watched 18 <laughs> minutes of it and turned Did it you? off. Okay. Turn it off. So you know what? 3.8. 
Okay. I'm going, I'm going backwards we'll on go this clown. D- down to four then. Yeah, yep. four. I'm going backwards on this kid. Absolutely not. Okay. Um, let's see. Last guy I have on this list is Prince Florian. From Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't like his taste in women. That's a point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you don't like Snow White? Uh, not particularly, no. I also don't understand why. This is going to sound really bad. She's been living for a while now with nine other or seven other men all in the same house. That's usually not... Listen, inclusive but, to a good you know, environment. No, he came in there. He he saved the stepmother's curse. Yeah, by kissing her. Well, listen. Sometimes I, you just gotta smooch it. Are out. we ever? Are we ever? Is it ever implied that he knew that would help? Or did he walk to a genuinely like visibly dead woman and think I can't hurt anything? <laughs> <laughs> You know, you bring up a very strong point. I guess it's not implied or explicitly told to us either direction. I I would tend to believe that the power <laughs> of love and his willingness to throw himself at this dead body. At the fairest maiden of them all. Yes. So his love uh, for the hottest piece of, meat, piece of meat in the kingdom. And that is also feasibly dead. Listen, I don't know. He's just going to kiss it right away. Yeah, that is pretty tough. If you would have told me, if I would have met my better half and before we even started dating, she just died in front of me. I, I don't, kissed her? Yeah, I don't think my first thought would be kiss her. It'd be Can kind you, of a creeper move. But, and, you know, when I put it in that light and I reflected on it myself, <laughs> that's very messed up. See, it's a creepy type of move. Very messed up. Not a fan. Yeah, so what are we thinking? Is he better or worse than Eric, though? <laughs> Or I guess the only the other three we got was Princess and the Frog. So I feel like is he better or worse? Than, he, I don't think he's as bad as someone who basically screws up everything for the main storyline. Yeah, I'm I'm putting Princess and the Frog is dead last. Okay, that guy sucked. We could drop him to two and then grab this. Okay, you know. Okay, necrophiliac I'm- at three. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm down for that. We'll put, okay. we'll put the necrophiliac <laughs> over the asshole, and we'll we'll call it good. Yeah, wonderful. There we go. We've. Are there any other? Hang on, let me scroll down this list again. Make sure we covered all of them. I've pulled it up on the you know the Disney whatever whatever. Yeah, don't worry. Next week we make it fair and we can talk about the princesses. <laughs> yeah, we should. There's the more of those to talk princesses about. Princesses on there. There's also more to go this. off of because it's, they're almost always the main character. Okay, here we go. This here's I know the bottom of this list. They were just throwing names in because after the actual list, way down to like the deep other yeah. honorable mentions type, Robin Hood, not a prince, correct? But just also as a the the classic Disney interpretation of Robin Hood. He's actually a fox. Yeah, but he's brave, noble, and loyal. Not really. <laughs> They've also put Simba in here on this list. I guess. If we're taking Lion Pride into account, he's sort of a prince. I, <laughs> I guess. You know what? We did. King of the Jungle, he is the son of a king. I guess we can call him a prince. You know what? Let's rate Simba real quick. He is a prince. Um, Let's give that man his due diligence. Ooh. Middle of the pack, but he, he does redeem himself. Yeah, I mean, he did sink pretty good. I'm gonna be a mighty king. Exactly. That was pretty exactly. cool. He traipsed around. Yeah. Plus, he got the most attractive, identically drawn lion in all of the (laughs) kingdom. You know what? He really... She was a babe. She was a babe. (laughs) Far off in the fields, he saw her. And he he was immediately smitten. Yeah. I do appreciate how they spent the time to draw her a little different than all the other female lions. Yeah, you like, can noticeably tell. And his mother, I think, was drawn differently. Yeah, I like how it's stock image, you know, whatever Joe Blow <laughs> drew up. And then all of a sudden, here comes this ridiculously feminine-looking yeah. lion. Like, yeah, back in the day when Disney went like over the top, they're like, it's a lion, but we have to make sure it's a female lion. How do we sex up a lion to the point yeah. where you can, you can feel the femininity femininity oozing out of her and it's like that nobody took the time to say 
you know, it is a lion. We might not want to like basically do that. Basically, they drew her as a panther, right? Just really long, yeah, yeah, yeah and like sleek and not lion-like at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Turns out, and and they made her color just a little bit lighter and friendlier exactly. to the eye. Exactly. Yes. Seductress of the lion pride. Yes, she's got these blue eyes that you just can't resist. I'd They're, say about seven. He had a good he had a good story arc where he made mistakes, but he righted them, which is pretty honorable. Yeah. So Andy was kind of manipulated through his bad yeah, mistakes. I would say so. He was kind of taken for so a little I could, bit. So I give him a solid seven. Yeah. So he did a lot better than the necrophiliac, the guy that was a, a really just a jerk, <laughs> jerk of a prince. Yeah. And several other princes, to be honest. So I guess on that bombshell, it's time to end. Thank you so much for listening to episode 58 of A Gentleman's Chat with your hosts, Ian and Billy.